right, today's sentence. He wasn't the owner, just a helper who'd stepped in from the back, and it was clear he had no idea what she was saying. All right, so prepositional phrases, in from the back, good. Uh, that is our only prepositional phrase, so we're good for prepositional phrases. Our first verb is was, it's a linking verb. It has not with it, that's fine. Who or what was, he was, he was what, owner is the predicate nominative, that's all correct. Okay, our next, they're, they're reading Macbeth next door, it's set in Scotland, hence the bagpipe, so we just, we just have to ignore the bagpipes. All right, so, okay, next verb is had stepped, who or what had stepped, the subject is who, who refers to helper, right? So by choosing helper, um, Chet had the right sentiment, but just in grammar we have to be very picky about the word. So the word that is the subject is who, okay. There's no direct object, the question who had stepped what doesn't even make sense. Okay, our next verb is was. Who or what was, it was, it is the subject, it was who or what, clear, clear is the predicate adjective. Our next verb is had, who or what had, he had, he had who or what, idea, idea is the direct object, so far so good. And our final verb is an action verb, was saying, who or what was saying, she was saying, she was saying who or what. This is actually the direct object. No, that's kind of crazy, but it is. Yep. Um, so, so why would we be saying, so is was a linking verb or not in this case? Was is a helping verb. Oh, okay, so it's a helper. Right? We often have helping verbs with ing verbs or other, um, other types of verbs. Okay, so we have quite a lot of clauses in this sentence. We have one, two, three, four, five different clauses. That's a lot of subjects and verbs. Um, now, we have to decide where our commas go. What do you think about the commas that Chet has added to the sentence? He put a comma between owner and just and between clear and he. Eric? Um, I think this So, we probably want to put a comma between back and and. We probably don't need a comma after clear. I agree with that. I think we want to fix it this way. Um, what rules help explain our commas here? What rule explains the commas around just a helper who'd stepped in from the back? <coughs> Which of our three comma rules explains the use of commas in this sentence? The bridge rule. This information, just a helper who'd stepped in from the back, is additional information. It's describing the man, but it's not essential. We don't really need to know it. We already know he's not the owner. That's the important information. It's side information. So we're going to surround that information with commas. 
What kind of clause is he wasn't the owner? Is it independent or dependent? Independent. independent. It can stand alone. It doesn't start with any words that make it need more information. What kind of clause is it was clear? Independent. independent. It was clear. Right? It doesn't, to be dependent, the very first word is going to be either a pronoun like who or whom or what, or um, an adverb like where or when. It's going to be a word that makes it depend. We don't have that here. We have two independent clauses. They're joined together with the conjunction and. When we have two independent clauses, we have to join them with and and a comma. So it makes sense. To separate this information from the independent clause and to separate the independent clauses from each other. Okay, <coughs> questions about today's sentence? Questions? All right, then. Okay, today's sentence, model eight, concessive clause. Our example is. Although Beowulf is a fierce warrior, he cannot defeat the dragon without help. All right, so picking out main parts, we had a prepositional phrase, without help. Then we have two verbs. The first verb is is, it's a linking verb. Who or what is? Beowulf. Beowulf is the subject. Beowulf is what? Warrior. After a linking verb, we have a noun, predicate nominative. Our second verb is cannot defeat, action verb. Uh, who or what cannot defeat? He, he is a subject. He cannot defeat what? Dragon. Dragon is the direct object. Okay, so our main parts for this sentence, pretty simple and straightforward. This model sentence, concessive clause, is um, asking us to make our grammar and content aligned. We're going to make sure that the grammar and content of a sentence go together. So what that means a concessive clause is a clause that sets up some kind of idea that the independent clause is going to disagree with. There's going to be some kind of contrast in the sentence. So our independent clause is he cannot defeat the dragon without help. Okay, that's an independent clause. It can stand alone. It's a statement of fact. But we want to make a little concession or a little nod to Beowulf's greatness as a warrior. So our dependent clause says, although Beowulf is a great warrior. So we're saying, we know he's great, but not great enough. So the key thing here is that when we have a concessive clause, it's going to be a dependent clause that states a fact and then our independent clause is going to say, even though it agrees with that initial fact, there's a contrast present, right? So even though we can all agree Beowulf was great, we also can't deny that he could not defeat the dragon. We have to have a contrast in our sentence. So probably the easiest way to do a concessive clause is to go ahead and start with although, like we've done here in my sentence. Um, can you think of other words that might start a concessive clause? However. however could work. Usually, however, is going to be best if we don't make it the first clause in a sentence. So for now, let's stay away from however. Despite, Despite is a good one. What else? Because of. 
What else might be a good, yeah? Not generally, because generally doesn't set up any kind of contrast. So words to start concessive clauses. Although, despite, can we think of any others? Depending on how we use it, while could work, W-H-I-L-E. You know, while one thing is true, this other thing is also true. Yeah. So concessive means that you are agreeing with a point that seems to contradict your main point. Okay. So the main point of the sentence is Beowulf can't defeat the dragon. But you are agreeing with all Beowulf's loyal followers that he is indeed a great warrior. But even though he's a great warrior, he just can't defeat the dragon. So it's making some kind of concession, agreeing with the opposing viewpoint. It's setting up a contrast. That's what concessive words do. They create a contrast. Okay, so you can begin your sentence with although, you can begin your sentence with even though, you can begin your sentence with despite or while. In between our concessive clause and our independent clause, we need a comma. That comma is required. It's not optional. We must have the comma. So we begin with a dependent clause that makes a concession, then we have a comma, and then we have our independent clause. Often when students use sentences that begin with although, they make one of two mistakes. First mistake is they don't have any contrast in their sentence, so they're not really making a concession. The second mistake is sometimes people make the although clause and they put a period at the end of it like it's independent, except although clauses are dependent, so we need to have a second independent clause. Alex. For this model sentence, right, the concessive clause is always going to be dependent, always. Any other questions about today's sentence? Yes. 